I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Do you want to know what Padres players are really thinking? We get you closer to the Padres than anyone else in town. It's time to go inside the clubhouse. God, I hope they're all wearing at least a towel. It's Friar Friday right here on 97.3 The Fan. And, of course, it's Friar Friday, and joining us on the SDCCU fan hotline, uh, Padres left-handed pitcher Eric Lauer. Great to have him with us. And, uh, Eric, thanks for the time. Uh, tell us a little bit about this season and it being your first full season in, in Major League Baseball. Any any differences from last year, and there, or what differences maybe have you noticed about this year as opposed to last year when you are getting your feet wet? Um, yeah, last year was definitely more of a year where I was just trying to get my feet wet, get accustomed to everything. This year it's more, uh, I feel more comfortable, and I think comfort's a big thing for me. Um, it's re- I, The team that we have this year is it's just so much, so much fun, and it's so fun to come to the park every day and um, just be with the guys and just be around everybody. It's, it's a definitely a different vibe. Everybody's been saying that this year. Huh? Yeah, it seems to be a consistent theme. theme. Yeah. yeah, this year, Eric, you you had the opportunity to be the opening day starter this year, and now we've moved all the way. I mean, it's crazy that I'm saying this, but we're in July now. We're getting to the back end of the season. What are some of the things that you've been able to kind of get better at over the course of this year? Um, the biggest thing I've been working on is just my approach and just trying to stay consistent throughout games. Um, I feel like that's the toughest part for me is approaching every inning like it's my first inning. You kind of get uh, a little too comfortable sometimes yeah. within a game and then start things start to kind of like snowball on you a little bit. When you say comfortable, what exactly do you mean by that? Like if you, like if you cruise through the first inning or something and then – you're like, oh, I'm just gonna roll through these guys. <laughs> you can't, you can't think that because you, <laughs> they will stomp you into the ground. <laughs> but uh, that and just tinkering with some pitches, some different stuff, trying to make that change up a weapon for me. Use the slider as a weapon. Um, it's just, it's an ongoing development process. Yeah, yeah. And, but once you can find like your niche and what you're good at and stay consistent in that, I think that's when you really take off. This is maybe sounded like a little bit of a weird question. I, I, I did a little pitching uh, at San Diego State, not obviously to your level, but so I, a left-hander, you throw a little harder than I did. Um, <laughs> but what I wanted to ask is, when you were at Kent State, you, you set all kinds of records for ERA and the, the lowest in college baseball in 30 years. And then, as you just alluded to a few moments ago, when you come out and pitch in the big leagues, I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. You're going to give up some runs. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah, well, my point is, how do you kind of get used to giving up runs and still moving forward? You know what I'm saying? When, you, when you've had a career where you really haven't given up very it's, many runs. It is not easy. It's not, <laughs> it is not a fun thing. Yeah. Because you just no. feel like you just did not do your job at all. But, uh I mean, you, you start to understand it's part of the game. You're going against the best guys to do it, and um, it's it's you can't beat yourself up too much because you're because of where you're at and 
Like, you're not used to giving up runs. Oh, oh well, if you're going to go for runs, nobody's perfect. <laughs> right. Like, it's, it's going to happen. Especially at this level. Yeah, at this level, you're, you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days, and if you miss pitches, they're going to make you they're gonna make you pay for it. So, um, yeah, Kent was fun because I didn't give up any runs. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It was, it was great, yeah. It was a great time, but it, it wasn't it – wasn't, the the same it wasn't nearly the same challenge as it is going out there every day and sure just trying to just do your job eric you know obviously you got you we talked about you getting your feet wet last year and you've got a almost a full season under your belt and i'm sure you going back to those kent state times because you weren't giving up any runs you're able to stay out in the game longer mm-hmm. and you know one of the things that's uh, has been a, a point of contention for the fan base is you guys you you Lucchese really most of the starting five is has had to be under some kind of watch because you guys are young yeah. they're not trying to run you guys in the ground how do you balance the competitive competitive <laughs> side in you uh, versus under trying to understand that they have my best interest at heart here. I mean as a staff in general we talk about that a lot and because you just you want to go deep into games, like you want to save the bullpen. That's the whole point of being a starter right. is to throw innings, to eat innings, to survive deep into games. Go seven, eight innings, shutty. Like it's that's your job. That's right. what our job description is. So to be like restrained. I mean, you understand. Obviously, they're trying to keep us healthy. A lot of us have never pitched this much before. Right. Um, it's much higher pressure pitches. Like every everything's just intensified at this level, um, but it's still that competitiveness in you that wants to go. Like I hate, I hate getting taken out. <laughs> right. It. It's the worst thing in the world. It's a horrible thing. I'm so glad you're saying this right now. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not even going to ask about what the Dodger game last year when he went eight and two thirds. I don't want to even go there. <laughs> that was that was the most fun I've had in the game in a long time. But yeah, like I obviously like I. That game, that game specifically, like I pitched my way into that. I, right. I, right. You I earned it. Earned that, yeah. Which is, I mean, it's just so tough to do at this level. To and especially being in the NL, there's different moves that need to be made depending where we're at in the lineup yeah. and what the game dictates. So I mean, a lot of times it's not on us. It's not on anyone. It's just the game dictates that this is what happens, or because you're young, this is what happens because. We're trying to keep you healthy. We're right. trying to just make sure you're okay, that kind of thing. But once, I think once we all kind of fall into that rhythm and we know ourselves and we become that that well-oiled machine that everybody talks about, like long-term veteran starting pitchers, they talk about them being well-oiled machines. And I feel like they're trying to just keep us to the point where we're, we're still learning how to be that well-oiled machine and learning our bodies and how to survive a 162-game season and hopefully more than 162 games. Yeah. Um, that I mean, you, you understand both sides of it, but it, as a competitor, you, it's just that it, you hate it. You hate, you hate having to be on limits and restrictions, all of it. Right. Tony can tell you, I, I, I once got it taken out of a game at San Diego State and flipped the ball to my manager <laughs> as he crossed the third baseline. He grabbed me and dragged me back up onto the mound. 
So I learned that lesson very quickly. Yeah, but I know exactly what you're talking about is what I was my point. Sometimes emotions get the best. You can tell yeah. Trevor Bauer. Chuck <laughs> the stadium yes. That, that was I epic. might have done that had I been able to do that. But I, that wasn't something I was capable it's of. Emotions, man. Sure. That's the competitive. That's the competitiveness we were talking about. It's yeah. Just, it's the, some, something about it. There's that fire that you just you want to stay in there. You don't want to be taken out. You don't want your you don't want to put that on the bullpen, or you don't want to you don't want to have your runs be left up to someone else. Right. Even though you trust them 100. percent Right. It's still that competitiveness. Like, no, this is mine. This is my inning. This is my run. Like, this is my batter. All of that. It's, right. It's just the competitive side. Uh, you get to work with Darren Balsley, who is uh, mostly widely recognized as one of the best pitching coaches in baseball. No I'm doubt. sure you were aware of that when you got to this organization, got to this big league camp. Uh, from your perspective, where does he help you the most? He helps me the most with, like, the, I want to say, like, the finer pieces of pitching. Because at this point... At this point, if your mechanics and everything, if you don't know your mechanics well enough, then you're not gonna be up here long. It's, it's, it's <laughs> not gonna work. It's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be a tough ride for you. He's, for me, he's been like my slider grip. He shows me different grips. He thinks will work and change up grips. Everything. He's got so many different options, and options are really what you need. That's. I think that's what makes him so good. Is he knows so so much and has so many options, so many tools in his tool belt that he can give you to use that you pretty much make your own decision on whether like, you can try everything and if something works then boom he he fixed you and if it doesn't then he'll give you another thing to try. <laughs> he'll find the next thing yeah. he, he knows what to do he's easily one of the best baseball minds I've, I've ever uh, had yeah. a chance to be around I gotta ask you we got players weekend coming up I read the list. You got Gomer on there. Can can you explain that a little bit? Was that a nickname from back at home? I got I got the nickname Gomer when I was like eight or something ish. On tra- it was on a travel ball team. I played with the same guys every year. We had our own team, and I don't know why or where it came from, <laughs> but they started calling me Gomer from the Andy Griffith show. I guess it was because when I was a kid, uh, yeah. I was kind of like goofy and silly, and I had big ears. <laughs> And they could have called you Opie, so I think you did, I think you did Opie, better with Gomer. Opie was another one, but it wasn't as popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Gomer, but you came out ahead. Gomer was a little goofy. Once I found out that Gomer could sing, though, I was, I was like, like, oh, yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. Right. I'll take that. He was. He was, a, he was an excellent really vocalist. Jim Neighbors, I believe, was that uh, the actor who played that role. Eric Lauer plays his own role uh, very well for the San Diego Padres, joining us here on Friar Fridays. Uh, Eric, I just want to wish you the best uh, and continued great success. Uh, just love watching left-handers go to work, and uh, it's been fun to watch you grow the last year and a half. And uh, I know in certain situations this year you've pitched a little bit with a heavy heart, and I think a lot of people yeah. can identify with that. No and doubt. Uh, I think you've really, you've really demonstrated the way, the best way to go about doing that, and, and you've really put a lot of smile on a lot of people's faces. So congratulations for that, and continued good luck. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.